Hello, and this is Mrs. Paranormal. Thank you so much for stopping by my podcast. If you're a first-time listener, thank you, thank you. If you're my originals, thank you very much for showing up and listening to this craziness. It is 8.48 Wisconsin time, Sunday morning. I'm in my truck, and I've got the river to my right and the softball field to my left. Nice breeze blowing, blue skies, weeping willows are in front of me. Hopefully you guys will hear the the birds. I've got the window down a little. So I'm sitting here in my truck. You know, I find my little space that I usually park. Now, mind you guys, there's like a lot of parking. There's a lot of, there's a walk thing. And some idiot pulls up behind me. (laughs) And I call him an idiot because I'm like, really? So you know what I did? Did you know how pissed I was? I started my truck. I pulled forward about, I don't know, 10 feet and parked it. (laughs) Just to show him I was not not appreciative of that. Anyways, on with the show. Kidding, it's not a show. It's totally raw. If you guys are first time listening to this podcast, I don't pre-read the stories. Um, I don't have a script. I don't write anything down. I go online and I find some neat titles of stories and I read them. Sometimes I'll do a quick skim through just to make sure they're okay. But otherwise, no. Um... So if you guys want to send me any of your stories, you can email me at p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i gmail.com. You can Facebook me at Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. You can message me there. Also, uh, usually Tuesdays and Fridays, mostly Fridays now, I am in a chat of a guy called The Most Haunted. He's really cool. His name is Patrick. Anyways, I'm a moderator in his chat on Friday nights. So if you want to stop in and say hi, that'd be cool. Also, I am in, on Twitch, and I think that one is also Padding Wisconsin, I think. I don't know. I just game. I don't know. <laughs> so that's for all you new listeners. And I was looking at my analytics. You know how they show you? Well, you don't know, but you maybe you do. Um, Twitch will do like your analytics to show you who's listening where, your age, and all that. And my ages that listen to this podcast are mostly female. Yay! And the age bracket... That has the highest percent is um, 40, 44 to 50. So thank you, you guys. I appreciate that. What's been going on? Um, house has been making some creaky noises. Most I can usually explain. Some of it I still kind of question. And then last Sunday I couldn't do the podcast because I was at my friend's camp. I was helping her close it up for the year. And for years, you know, I thought, oh, my God, it'd be so cool to go camping and have a camper and do all that, right? I spent one night out there, you guys. No. No, no. Camping life is not for me. I need brick and mortar. (laughs) It's a really nice camper, you know, two bedroom, one bath, that kind of thing. But holy hell, I have to tell you guys this story. First off, um, I'm not fond of sitting on a plastic toilet. Nope, I like my porcelain. I, I... realize that and good god is it cold and you sit down that kind of creaks you know because it's plastic (laughs) so not me (sighs) okay now for my original listeners you know i am originally from california born and raised and i moved out to wisconsin in my late 30s to 40 ish uh so you know i've been through earthquakes the big earthquakes and the san Fernando valley and all that well for my new listeners i'm originally from california born and raised, been through several earthquakes. 
So I get in the bed, and of course I didn't sleep good because it's, you know, it's a, oh, it's a queen-size bed short, so my feet hung off the edge, which was interesting. Um, so I slept off and on, and I guess when she got up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you guys, what the hell? The whole freaking camper kind of like rolls a little and shakes. I seriously had some hardcore California earthquake flashbacks. I woke up scared shitless. I'm like, oh my God, we're having an earthquake. And then I had to kind of like, Patty, you're in Wisconsin. You don't have earthquakes. We do, but nothing. They're very minimal, very rare. So I lay there and I was fucking terrified, petrified. Holy shit, we're having an earthquake, California. So this happened a couple of times, you guys. So needless to say, I did not sleep well. And I told my friend, Amanda, Amanda, who is part of Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. And she's like, oh, she didn't really get it because she's never been through an earthquake before. She's like, oh, oh, like kind of, oh, I'm sorry. So yeah, uh-uh. Now this girl here, never going to buy a camper. Nope. I need brick and mortar. <laughs> and she's already planning for us to do things next year. I'm like, how do I tell her? No, I don't want to be in a that and plastic toilet and no I'd rather I'd rather sleep in a tent where I'm on the ground and nothing moves and go squat in a bush somewhere <laughs> yeah, so oh and by the way I do have my Duncan with me I haven't drank any yet but I got it ready to go it's so pretty today the colors are just popping today you guys absolutely beautiful anyways so I found a lot of stories today. I'll see how many I can get through. Again, you guys can email me your stories at p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i at gmail.com. Put podcast in the subject field. Or you can Facebook me, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. Me and Amanda are still planning on going to uh, Eastern Penn State Tenarium. <laughs> it's in Missouri, I believe. Why do I always forget this? I don't know. So that's pending. We can't book anything until February, so we're waiting on that. Other than that, nothing going on. No investigations. Nothing, which is okay. I got the podcast for to keep me company, keep me busy. So I'm rambling now. I'll find some stories. Hold on just a second. Actually, I have stories. I found quite a few. This, this list is just phenomenal, and I don't think I've read any of these before. They... I go by titles, titles, and none of these titles sound familiar to me. Uh, some are short, there's a couple long ones, but we'll see how I do, okay? Alright, here we go. Three knocks in the dead of night. Something strange happened to, and then they give the name of the person, which I'm not going to say. Uh, say Bob. Something happened to Bob and his grandmother and their grandmother. One night, they stayed up late watching The Walking Dead. I hope these are true stories, you guys. I don't know. Their grandma had never seen the show before, so they had spent the past few nights binging late into the night. Sorry, I got distracted. It was about 4 a.m. when the two turned on the, off the television and turned off the television and the lights and called it a night. Their grandma went to their room, and our Rita user went to the bathroom to brush their teeth. That was when they heard three light knocks right behind them. Since the bathroom was connected to their grandmother's room, they assumed it was her, checking to see if they were in the bathroom. They answered, but nothing, but got no response. When they left the bathroom and met their grandma in the hallway, she asked what 
the user wanted. Confused, the writer said that they thought she was the one knocking on the bathroom door. But Grandma had also heard three knocks on her, on her door and thought it was the reader user. <gasps> do, do, do. And there's another link where you can, like, click on more, click on more. As it turns out, they both heard the quiet, distant knocks. They searched the house to make sure no one had broken in, double-checked the locks, and finally went to bed. The grandma has... Okay, the grandma has one deceased son and one son that has been missing for almost a year now. The user believes that the knocks have been something to do with the missing men. Perhaps they're trying to reach out to their beloved family. Oh. Okay, this is an interesting title. The Shoe in the Riverbed. It's, they use their, their read it names and they're like so freaking bizarre, you guys. Let's we'll call this one Tom. A few years ago, Tom had just been through a rough divorce from their high school sweetheart. Their best friend had taken to just sorry their best friend had taken to distracting them by taking long road long road trips one morning they were on their way to carlsbad new mexico when they paused along a river dam they were drinking cider and snacking when the pair decided to explore the riverbed it was obvious that they weren't the first ones to go trucking through the riverbed the pair could see human canine and feline footprints in the mud i thought they were gonna say bones uh, they then recall starting to feel an odd sensation. They were being like they were being watched. Their friend caught the writer's attention and called them over. There was sorry. Sorry, sorry, I got distracted. I apologize. There's a bone in the ground, what they now believe was a spinal cord. At first I thought it was a beef or pork bone on, of some kind. Uh, so they continued to look around the riverbed, and they found a strange, rust-colored rock sticking out from the sand. When they got closer, they realized it's half-buried girl's shoe. The reader user stepped back and ran forward, preparing to kick the shoe. Okay, I see. Suddenly, they heard a little girl's voice shout, No! Don't! Please! They looked around, but didn't see anyone besides themselves and their friend. Their friend asked why they stopped, and they replied, Didn't you hear that little girl? Both confused, they decided, decided to shrug it off and continue on their way. Meanwhile, the feeling that someone was watching them grew stronger and stronger. A few minutes later, they spotted another bone. Now they began to get scared. The bone was clearly human. Their friend called the non-emergency police number of Carlsbad and they reported what they saw. One week later, they received a call from their friend in Carlsbad in Carlsbad, and the police had called to report the bones they found were indeed human. During the investigation, the two were questioned eventually informed that the rusted colored rock actually wasn't a rock at all, but the shell what? But the shell of a pickup truck that had disappeared along with a family of three that had been carrying a man, a woman, and their daughter. Uh, it made the reader think back to the girl's shoe that was sticking out of the mud, and the voice they heard could have been the little girl who... Uh, Disappeared that day in the truck? Mm. I don't know. That was interesting. <clears throat> it sounded a little familiar, I have to say. But I'm not sure. So I shall keep reading because there's more. You know my favorite, the Ouija board. All right. Last year, call him Dean. Last year, Dean went to a friend's. It's almost like it's not the reader... It's not the writer writing it. It's the 
reader writing what the reader wrote, if that makes sense to you guys. Like a third party. Like, I don't know. Interesting. Anyways, they're not bad. It's all right. Last year, when Dean went to a friend's house for a party, around one in the morning, the group decided to use a Ouija board. The reader user, the reader user was the only one who believed in accounts of the paranormal, so she was hesitant when her friends brought out the board, but insisted give, but instead of giving her friends more reasons to tease her, when it came to paranormal, she acted as if she didn't believe in any such activity. I think I'd kind of do that too, just play it off, you know, and see what happens. <clears throat> Excuse me. They began asking the board questions. They started with a few normal questions and nothing really ex exciting happened. Then someone asked if the spirit wanted to hurt them, and it responded with only one, is what the response was. The group started to get creeped out at this point, and rightfully so. When one friend asked a natural follow-up, oh, sorry, went back up. <laughs> oh, Lord. When one friend asked the natural follow-up question, who, the board spelled out Natasha, the reader's full name. It should be noted that she doesn't care for their full name and has everyone call her Tasha instead. Tasha then left the room while her friends continued playing, but found out later that night that the group forgot to say goodbye. Oh boy. Anyone familiar with the Ouija board knows that the closing of the interaction with the spirit is crucial before stopping, to, before stopping using the board. Needless to say, she was very nervous. After this, Tasha had no memory of the night. She only she only remembers getting a migraine and a nosebleeds. Ew. Her friends took videos of her acting strangely, speaking with a changed voice with and a few instances of her talking in other languages. However, that night wasn't the only time this happened. In the days following, Tasha's parents reported the same things happening. Once again, she remembered nothing but migraines and nosebleeds. About two weeks later, she was back to normal, or so she thought. Tasha was suddenly hospitalized for an excruciating pain in her kidney, so bad that it almost shut down. The doctors tried everything but couldn't figure out what was wrong. Then, one day, she was scheduled for surgery, and the pain suddenly stopped. One day later, Tasha was released. Oh, God, I thought it said Tasha was deceased. <laughs> oh. Since that incident... She has never felt like she was truly alone. Sometimes she feels someone grab, grabbing her hands or neck, making it difficult to breathe. Tasha has always believed in the paranormal, but this experience made it far more real for her. Why would it attach it to her? Because she's open up to the paranormal? Hmm, what do you think about that one, eh? You have any paranormal stories or any Ouija experiences you want to share with me? Come on, man, do it. I will read on the podcast if you want, or it'll be completely anonymous if you want, whichever you prefer. I'll do it. Next one. Scares at the nursing home. We'll call this one SWAG. SWAG is a dietary aid at a nursing home for people with Alzheimer's, and they have had some seriously scary encounters while working there. Their job mainly consists of washing dishes, and they're normally standing right next to the dishwasher, which makes it difficult to hear what people are saying. On numerous occasions, they have been by the dishwasher and heard someone talking to them, even through the, even though they know no one was nearby. One night, uh, one night, swag, 
sorry, one night, Swag went to collect food carts in one of their units alone. The whole time they were in the unit, they felt as they were being followed. Fearing what they might see, they never turned around. Eventually, they pulled, pulled, excuse me, they pulled off, that doesn't make sense. Eventually, they pulled off, oh, <laughs> pretended to use the bathroom, good lord. They waited there for about five minutes before peering into the hallway where they just had been. There, they saw a patient they recognized. At first, it made them feel a little better, but soon they realized that it was a patient who had died three days prior in a unit near the kitchen. It's a good one, too. Oh, it keeps going. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't realize there's a gap there. Okay. The user also relied, relayed a second. What the hell? The user also relayed a second experience they had while washing the dishes on a different day. They asked the person they were washing if he could go into Unit A and get the food carts. The third person, who normally washes them, had already left for the day, leaving the writer alone. Whatever. Suddenly, they heard a voice in their ear. They turned around, but no one was there. They even went into the hallway, but still saw nothing. As they returned to the washing dishes, it happened again. The second time, they realized it was just it was the voice of their great-grandma, who passed away seven years ago. Very spooky. <laughs> Sometimes, you guys. The threatening footsteps in the country. Excuse me again. Allergies, you know. That time of season. Hope you guys can hear the birds. I really do. If not, believe me, there's birds. All right. In, two, in 2013, Babe and her friends decided to make a Ouija board. Oh, another Ouija board story. Her best friend lives about 45 minute, lives about a 45-minute drive from the closest store and nearest town, so there wasn't much to do. So they spent the day watching movies, but eventually got bored. And Babe and her friends, boyfriends and his friends decided to make a Ouija board. About a week before they made the board, the, let me make sure I read that right. About a week before they made the board, the two friends had been staying alone at a house in Babe. Oh, God, I hate the way this is. Okay, we'll just, I'll read the way it says. Sorry. All right. Da, 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 da. Two friends had been staying alone at a house when the read it writer woke, say that three times fast, at 6 a.m. the sounds of heavy footsteps in the hallway near the bedroom. She tried to wake her friend, but it was no use. She was a heavy sleeper. The footsteps stopped, the footsteps stopped right outside the door. The writer waited, holding her breath, for the door to open. But it never did. The next few hours, she spent awake, waiting for something to happen. When both girls were finally awake by 11 a.m. that morning, before either left the room, she told her friends what had happened the night before. And what her friend said in response chilled her to the bone. She said that for years she'd been hearing the same footsteps and that they had always stopped right outside her bedroom door. No one else had ever heard the steps until now. That night, they made a Ouija board. The group was messing around with it, not getting any real responses when they suddenly heard a loud bang in the back of the house. They decided to stop for the night. The friend left the friend left to drive the other two home, leaving the read it user alone. 
Being alone after hearing the loud noise in the footsteps made her very nervous. So she turned on the television for a distraction while she waited for her friend to return. Now, in, in the middle of the opening credits, the television froze and started making loud buzzing noises. She tried to turn it off, but the TV remote wouldn't work. Then she tried to unplug it, but it kept going. Thoroughly freaked out, she went outside to wait for her friends to get back. Now, at this point, she had started shaking and crying and texted her friend explaining what had happened. Then the dog started barking in the living room. Started barking at the living room door, excuse me. Viciously growling, snarling like they saw something no human could. 30 minutes later, her friends finally arrived back home. Both girls could hear the television from the porch. When they went inside, it had completely shut off and was still unplugged. Neither, neither are sure exactly what happened, but there's cer certainly it was some kind of... Oh, fuck, there's that word. Oh, man. It's going so good, right? Well, uh, I can't say it. Malevolent. Oh, <laughs> I can't say this word. M-A-L-E-V-O-L-E-N-T spirit. I, I apologize, you guys. I cannot... I can see it, but I can't say it. I... Mm -mm. I know what it means. <laughs> Malevolent. See? Mm -mm. Nope. I'm not going to put you guys through that. <laughs> Malevolent. <laughs> Can't say it. One more. T I'll try one more time, okay? I can't. Shit. Malevolent. Mm -hmm. Malevolent. There we go. <laughs> One and done. On to the next. God. The ghost in the house. The reader has always been into the paranormal and has experienced a fair number of encounters through her, their life. Recently married, they and their spouse, Charlie, moved into a beautiful little house in a quiet neighborhood. They had only been living there for a short time when they started noticing strange encounters. The first happening while Charlie was upstairs in bed, and they were downstairs watching television. They who? What? The first happening while Charlie was upstairs in bed, and they were downstairs watching television. They who? What? <laughs> suddenly he ran it. Sorry. Suddenly he ran into the living room, and asked if they had just been in the bedroom. They answered no, and Charlie panicked. He said that as he had been lying in bed, someone had pushed the blanket up blanket up so his feet were exposed. Okay, I got it. A cold hand had caressed his foot. Sorry, it's my stomach growling. If you can hear that, I apologize. To avoid the spirit, they moved their room to a different bedroom in the house, but the activity continued. They heard heavy footsteps going up and down the stairs. Bowl, bowls and pans would spin clockwise on the counter. Dark, full-bodied figures would walk past the bedroom door and vanish. A knife was once lifted on the and thrown across the kitchen by an unseen force, and the dogs would bark into the corners of the house. Once they even looked up into the window of the master bedroom and saw an elderly woman staring down at them. This story's all over the place, you guys. Eventually the young couple the young couple had enough and talked to the neighbors to learn about a history about the history of the house. They learned that the house had been built in nineteen seventies. Okay, well they should have known that when they when you buy a house, you already know what year it's been built. You know, whatever. 
and the elderly lady who owned the house before them died of age of 101, 101 years of age. The two had no doubt that this woman was the spirit tormenting the home, so the writer decided to go upstairs and make peace. They informed the spirit that they intended to remain in the house, and they promised to keep it nice. They offered to help her cross over, but also she was welcome to stay if her presence became more peaceful. Since then, the couple had been living peacefully in the home, and the old woman occasionally makes herself known. See, that's the way you do it, guys. You, you, I mean, it sounds crazy, right? And you're like, ah, that's freaking crazy. No, if you're seriously in a house and you have... Uh, sorry, my stomach keeps growling. <laughs> and you have a spirit that is active, and they're making noise, and they're bugging you, or whatever it is. It's okay. It's okay to talk to the spirit and tell them, hey, man, this is my house. You are welcome here, but... You have to live on my terms. It sounds crazy, but it's true. It can work. It can really work. And then that way you can leave, leave, you can live uh, cohesively, you know, you can live together. Right? So I think that's pretty, I think those are some good stories. There's, the list goes on and on and on. I did save the page. None of those stories sounded familiar to me at all. Nothing sounded familiar to me on that one. Um, so, yeah, I thought those were all well done. But, again, you guys, if you if you are in a location, if you have questions about it, you can email me. I have a lot of paranormal friends. I can always reach out. And granted, I am in Wisconsin, so if you're from another state, I can't necessarily help you in that state. But I can at least try and maybe find a paranormal team for you or check with some friends of mine, things like that, if you have any questions about the paranormal. Okay? So, please feel, 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 feel comfortable. Uh, with email me okay and yes everything will be confidential so don't worry about that i won't share it on the podcast or anything but that's my paranormal side is if you guys please feel free to message me uh if you have any questions or if you have friends that have, hey my house is haunted hey i've got activity in my house what can i do and you say hey i know a girl her name is patty she lives in wisconsin she can help hey here's your email address P-A-T-T-Y-I-N-W at gmail.com. I'm serious. Really? I am. So, what else has been going on? Oh, me and Amanda, we made our Wisconsin Investigator shirts. And like I said, I do have shirts on my Facebook page. It's not. You click the link, obviously. It's Teespring or Spring. I don't know. Still getting creative with it. So, yeah, check those out. And I think I told you guys I have now a 3.7 rating on Spotify. Which is also interesting because a lot of my listeners are use the Spotify app. So thank you very much for the rating. I appreciate it very much. Granted, not every podcast is the same. Some days I'm like spot on and I'm right there. And other days I'm still kind of like, oh, da, 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 squirrel. But if you like my podcast, you'll get used to it. It's who I am. It's what I am. It's all about the paranormal and other weird things. I try, on occasion, I'll try to like venture out like, oh, okay. So I was looking for some other stories, and I found some haunted dolls. But I don't want that to be too boring for you guys. But if you go on Etsy, not Etsy, eBay, and you look under haunted dolls, there's a lot of dolls, okay, that have hauntings. But what I love about it is when you bring up the dolls and it says view more, there is a whole story about these dolls. Like everything, like where they were, what they were when they were, excuse me, in their afterlife, if they're friendly, if they're evil or if they're possessed i find it fascinating somebody writes up these stories for these dolls full-on stories sorry it's my stomach 
Um, so anyways, yeah, check that out. I was going to, again, read some of those, but I don't want to be too boring for you. You, My podcast is True Paranormal Experiences, which is true. <laughs> uh, anyways, as I was saying, me and Amanda got our shirts made. I made them, actually. Uh, and we got them last Saturday. And we're going to, on the 29th. There is a haunted golf cart course ride. I won't say where, but it's in Wisconsin. And... We're going to wear our shirts then. It's probably going to be chilly, but we're going to wear, like, T-shirts underneath them or long shirts underneath them, you know, T-shirt over it. So that way, if you say, hey, where are you from? Was, and over the pocket, it says W-I-S. And then on the back, in, like, really creepy font, it says Wisconsin Investigators of oh, the Supernatural. <laughs> so we officially have shirts now. So not just for this, but if we ever do go on any public investigations or, or anything, I have a legit shirt now. It's a T-shirt, which is fine. Uh, it fits really good. It's Hanes. So, yeah, it's a good shirt. And that is, again, from Tea Spring or Spring. Uh, they are Hanes, so, you know, it's a good material. It's a good shirt. Very soft. I didn't put it in the dryer because I wasn't sure how much it was going to shrink. So, that's a pretty much it for this podcast I can think of. Um, the house has been pretty quiet. Nothing unusual too much. I did bring the Ouija board out to the camper last weekend, but we didn't use it. We just didn't. Oh, it's funny. I have I have two real Ouija's, and then I because I kind of collect Ouija boards too. So I like the planchettes. Have you ever gone online look at all the different style planchettes? They just fascinate me. Um, I think because you can connect it to the other world, which I haven't never done a Ouija by myself, which I know you can. But I haven't because I don't feel I'm, I can do it. I just, I don't know what I would ask. D- to be very honest with you guys, if I did use a Ouija, I don't even know what I'd ask. I guess like if I'm doing an EVP, is there anybody here? What's your name? You know, how old are you? I could probably do one in my basement. Because my basement, I haven't done an investigation there in a while. But my basement has activity, small, you know, little activity. But I could probably get away with doing it in the basement. Hmm. That's a thought. Anyways, you guys. I don't know if you can hear church bells. Maybe not. It is 30 minutes as of now that I've been talking. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your day, your 30 minutes. Listen to this crazy podcast that I do. you have any questions, I keep seeing shadows. I keep thinking they're bugs. I'm flipping out here. like a gunshot or something i don't know what that was anyways p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i gmail.com wisconsin investigators of the supernatural um what else i think that's it so i thought those stories i read were pretty good again there's a long list of stories and curtis you know who you are thank you so much for taking time out of your day and finding some ghost stories for me to read on the podcast as well All right, you guys, have a phenomenal week. Thank you so much again for taking your time to listen to my crazy podcast and these silly stories that I find online. Okay, they're not silly. Actually, several of them have given me legit chills while I've been reading them. So a couple of them did on this one, but nothing like the ones I had in the past. And I don't know about next Sunday. I may have to do the podcast next Saturday, which should work out fine. So, anyways, you guys, oh, I know, yesterday, 
I went to Pumpkin Patch. Yes, I did, I did, I did, I did. It was so cool. I got three pumpkins. Normally, you can buy them at the grocery stores, right? But the grocery store pumpkins, you guys, are freaking massive. They are huge. And I grocery shop by myself a lot of times. And honestly, you guys, they're too freaking heavy. I can't, I, there's no way in hell. The prices were good, but they were like the size of your steering wheel in my truck. They're just huge. So instead of bouncing from grocery store to grocery store to grocery store, I'm like, let's go to a pumpkin patch because then they'll have every size I need. And I got one large one and two small ones. I'm not going to carve them. Well, when winter comes, I'll carve them for the squirrels in the backyard, the critters, because they like to eat those. And they say deer like to eat them, but I, I'm not going to take my pumpkins and dump them somewhere. Not unless I got the okay from the parks to do that. But apparently the deer like to nibble on the seeds. It keeps them going through the winter. So that's my story. <laughs> I went to Pumpkin Patch yesterday. And my um, decorations are coming up really well for the house. I will post those on my Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural Facebook page. So you guys take a look. Um... Probably, maybe today I'll do some pictures and still shots of how the house looks. But check it out. Alright, you guys, this has been fun, as always. Crazy. The wind's picking up again. Mm -hmm. Leaves are flying by. It's just like a scene in a movie right now, like Hocus Pocus. You, know, you see leaves flying by. Alright, <laughs> you guys, thank you so much. Everyone have a wonderful week, vacation, retirement, whatever it is that you're doing in your life. Enjoy your life every single day. Don't take it for granted. Look up at that moon and go, holy cow, this is Earth. Be happy that you're on Earth, man. Just take a look around you. Look at the stars at night. Look at that moon and never take Earth for granted, okay? That's my saying for now. But you guys all take care. This is Mrs. Paranormal signing off.